0: the rise and fall of gloryville by charles godfrey leland read for LibriVox.org by greg giordano new port ritchie florida where the rockiest rocky mountains interview the scornful skies and the sager kinds of sage-bush in the middle distance rise there the cultured eye descending from the dreamlike azore hill lights in an aesthetic foreground on the town of gloryville it was in the middle ages about the end of sixty-eight so i found the hoary legend written on an ancient slate that one esri jenks prospecting when he reached this blooming spot thus uplifted to his partner glory moses let us squat thus rebounded moses adams glory was the foremost word which in the untrammelled silence of this wilderness was heard and i answer dimly feelin like a prophet grand and slow glory kinder sounds like money up to glory let her go and this casual conversation in the year of sixty-eight as if by an inspiration he recorded on a slate which twas said in later ages Six weeks after used to hang as a curiosity in the principal shebang on the spot that very evening they perceived a beatous gleam from a grain of shining metal and a wild auriferous stream as their eyes remarked the symptom, thus their tongues responsive spoke in this undiscovered section, there is pay dirt sure as smoke. Little boots or little shoes, yet to inform you how, like crows, To a carcass folks came flying, and a town of glory rose. As in country schools the urchins cast each one a spittle ball, Till at last a monstrous paper fungus gathers on the wall. Long the road they built their cabins, in a vis-a-visual way, as if each man to his neighbour kind of wished to have his say. But t'was also said that like two rows of teeth the houses grew, threatening uncommon danger to the stranger passing through. Yes, for like the note of freedom sounded on Hibernia's harp, every person in the party was a most uncommon sharp. And it got to be a saying that from such an ornery cuss as a regular glory villain oh good law deliver us first of all the pay dirt vanished or became uncommon rare then they wandered more than ever to the cross and from the square for when all resources failed them neary copper did they mind for they had fine answering genius which is never left behind so they got incorporated as a city fair and grand spreading memoirs of their splendour over many a distant land. Mind, I say, in distant places, people near them knew into what unearthly beauty the great town of glory grew. Then they sent an extra governor overseas and far beyond, even unto distant Holland, loaded up with many a bond, splendidly engraved in London, having just the proper touch, quite imposing rather for they did impose upon the dutch and with every bond the governor had a picture to bestow of the town of gloryville a bathing in the sunsets glow this they had performed in paris by an artist full of cheek who was told to draw a city comme il fait dans les ameriques the ideas of this artist were dead from long ago out of scenery in an opera cortez in the Mexico, therefore, all his work expanded with expensive fallacies, castles, towered walls, pavilions, real estately palaces. In the foreground, lofty palm trees, as if full of soaring love, bore up cocoa-nuts and monkeys to the smiling heaven above. Jet-black Indian chieftains, at their feet, two lovely girls were scion. With an elephant behind them, here and there a casual lion. You have seen in pilgrim's progress the celestial city stand, like a hub and half a cart wheel, raying light o'er all the land. Well, in that it is the fellows of the wheel which caused the blaze. So in Gloryville, the fellows were the ones who made the rays. When these views were well matured, the governor went to Amsterdam where to Minheer shmuel Genef? first of all he made his slam at a glance each saw the other at a glance they went aside and without a word of bother soon the plan was cut and dried for one hundred thousand dollars then the governor at will gave away the full fee simple of the town of gloryville dot for you said shmuel Genef is i dink not much too much but i makish de stock a million when i sells em to the dutch and the secret of his selling was upon the artful plan known to the police in paris as the vol whereby he who makes the spilling manages the man who split very nicely for he makes him an accomplice in the guilt even as of old great sages Managed the Parisian fonds. So in Amsterdam, Herr Geneff peddled out his glory bonds. And to all, he slyly whispered, I will let you in de first on de ground floor. Sell out quickly for you know de ding may burst. Woe to you who live by thieving, though you be of rogues the chief. Even the greatest will discover in due time his master thief. True, he let them in and truly on the very bottom floor but was with the glory villains in the cellar long before and to tell you how the betters all got bitten were in vain here the governor leaves my story and he comes not in again i will pass to later ages when all gloryville you bet thought itself extreme encumbered with an extra booming debt those who sold the bonds had vanished those who hadn't held the town little knew they of its glory overseas or great renown they had nothing of the fruitage though alas they held the plant nothing saw they of the picture save indeed the elephant he who had been in the background now came trampling to the fore terribly he trampled on them very awful was his roar very dreadful is the silence when no human voice responds to a legal requisition for the interest of our bonds but ere long a shrewd reflection unto moses adam came darned ef i'm a gwine to suffer for another party's game wings is given to musketeers like musketeers men can fly If a strawberry vine can travel with its roots then why not i silently in secret moses to himself a plan reveals got a three-inch plank and sawed it into surreptitious wheels and when night in solemn mystery had succeeded unto day put his hut and things on axles and quite lonely drove away to a place just over yonder by the old coyote road there no more a man of glory moses adams dropped his load and when resting from his labour, and refreshing from his jug, having known a town called Julesburg, called his shanty Splendorbrug. On the following morn, as usual, in due time arose the sun, and the glory villains followed his example one by one, while he smiled upon the city, as on other things beneath. Twas observed one snag was wanting in the double row of teeth. LITTLE SAID THE LEFT BEHINDERS, BUT THEY SEEMED TO TAKE THE HINT, AND EACH MAN SURVEYED HIS NEIGHBOR WITH A shrewd, AND GENIAL SQUINT. ALL DAY LONG THERE WAS A SOUND OF SAWING, TIMBER UP AND DOWN, SEVEN MORE HOUSES IN THE MORNING WERE A-WANTING IN THE TOWN. AND BEFORE THE WEEK DEPARTED, ALL THE TOWN DEPARTED TOO, JUST LIKE THE SWALLOWS IN THE AUTUMN, TO ANOTHER SOIL THEY FLEW only that unlike the swallows which we hear of in the song when the glory villain squandered each one took his nest along all except one ancient darky obstinate and blind and lame who for want of wheels and credit could not follow up the game so the others had to leave him which they did without regret left him there without a copper just one million deep in debt if you seek them you may find them comfortable as in a rug all of them at length established in the town of splendour bug and the driver to the traveller as by gloryville he goes points him out an ancient darky who a million dollar owes end of poem this recording is in the public domain